0: And now your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh,
2: Good morning. (laughs) How are you doing this morning?
1: Uh, How how has your week been so far?
2: Uh, It's actually been a really good week. We're preparing for a retreat coming up this weekend. And so excited to see what God's going to do. Some good stuff coming on. My middle son is coming home, moving home from college tomorrow. So I'm excited for that. It's a good week.
1: Yeah, we are too. We're we're doing a retreat in uh, Nashville, Tennessee.
2: Oh, are you really? Uh,
1: yeah, excellent. Uh, we have a an abiding retreat, abiding in the Vine Unity Retreat. Uh, with uh, actually, it's going to wind up being with eight couples uh, now, nice. uh, and so uh, really exciting time. And these are people I've been discipling a couple guys, a couple executives in Nashville.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they've learned abiding, and now they said, "Hey, it's changed their life so much. They wanted to invite others." Uh, so they're each inviting, you know, three or four couples each. Uh, That's awesome. And uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to to go through the things we've been sharing about on on the uh, call, really, on these uh, broadcasts of, uh, you know, what it means to get into the depth of abiding right. and uh, all the fruit of that. Um, I thought uh, perhaps a way to uh, start today's session is actually go back to our. Uh, the essence of our theme in that is, you know, come Mm -hmm. and, come and see, finding truth in a, in a world of chaos. And we Mm -hmm. want to update, we talked uh, last a little bit, a few days ago about the chaos Mm
3: -hmm. of
1: the world. And, um, actually what's happening is, uh, if you just, uh, read or viewed the current key current events of the world, you would Mm -hmm. conclude, man, this, this world is in in chaos. Uh, And, you know, we talked a little bit about the economy,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that, you know, the jobs the jobs weren't uh, weren't there. Uh, lots of uh, confusion about, okay, what to do next. Uh, coming out right. uh, soon, I think it's today or tomorrow, is the report on inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we're going to start seeing, again, and this is economics, uh, macro, right. what's called that macro, macroeconomics 101. But when
3: mm-hmm. when the
1: Fed... Uh, and the government, what's called prints money, right? Uh, you know, so they're printing what's called printing money, and lending that money to the U.S. government. Uh, right. Our our debt load, and this is this is a known debt log, It doesn't even call what's called off balance debt, which is hundred million, hundred trillion dollars. Uh, is $30 dollars, $30 um, and part of the reason that. Uh, the interest rates have remained uh, incredibly low uh, all the way through even uh, the last administration's uh, gain in, in tremendous economic growth. Normally what happens is um, the interest rates start to rise mm-hmm. um, so that it keeps things kind of in, in balance right. um, and it doesn't get what's called overheated uh, and the ability to do that. Well, Uh, The Fed, and this, by the way, is almost true in every country around the world, uh, because of the debt loads of the government, have put themselves in what's called in a box. Mm
3: -hmm. And
1: that is, uh, which is the reason why they didn't raise interest rates, is um, if we did, the interest payments on the part of the government for that debt would now consume a Supermajority of the uh, of the budget of that government, mm-hmm. so they have to keep it artificially low because if they do, they could collapse it uh, by just raising the interest rates. Um, and so up till now, uh, we've had no real inflation. Uh, now they <laughs> they they took some things out of that what's called the basket, like certain things out of food. I don't know if you've gone shopping, but you would say. Well, wait a second. What I pay today versus what I paid two years ago is way right. higher. Well, they right. took, they took that out of the basket, um, yeah. out of the, out yeah. of the determination of it, because that would show inflation all by itself, but they, right. they can't keep everything out of the basket. And what's going to happen, uh, what, what I believe is going to show is that there's pressure on inflation, which then puts mm-hmm. pressure on, on interest rates. So, uh, that's going to come out here in the next day or two, and there'll be there'll be an economic you know reaction to that. So, the right. economy uh, is is a little bit uh, in a delicate what's called a delicate place of well, what's going to happen next.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: it wasn't the report you know for employment wasn't as good. We're going to have this inflation report come out. Um, they're not sure what to do uh, next. Uh, how is COVID all all impacting our economy? And we got certain pieces like the housing that is what's called overheated.
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: that uh, because of all the movement, which we described last time, the um, uh, pressure on house prices have gone a little bit overboard. Right. Uh, and people right now are just trying to scramble, well, the interest rates are low, so I'm going to go get my house. And if I got to pay more for it, so what? Well, that push puts pressure eventually on what's called the bubble, mm-hmm. and that bubble will burst. Uh, it, by the way, it happened in 2008 for, for a variety right. of, for a variety of reasons, uh, mostly because the mortgages that were being done weren't weren't uh, a lot of them were bad, mm-hmm. um, and then all of a sudden <laughs> uh, they realized, wait a minute, these are bad loans, and some of the uh, lenders got in trouble, uh, and that mm-hmm. caused the 2008 collapse. So. Um, the economy is, is one issue of chaos, and none of us can predict how that's going to impact our businesses, what's going to impact with us, because it's it's chaotic. Uh, the right. second thing we talked about was uh, Israel,
2: mm-hmm. and it's uh, is getting more chaotic. It's as getting we go it's right getting right more now. chaotic
1: yeah. and more uh, high tension.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the U.S. government hasn't really uh, responded uh, with any you know solid uh, uh, position. They're kind of taking both sides of it. Uh, and so uh, Hamas, uh, which is operating out of Egypt, is mm-hmm. lobbying, lobbying still uh, great numbers of, of missiles into Israel, which some of them are hitting because of the magnitude right. of it. Well, as we talked about it, uh, Israel is going to react.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and they're already starting to... They are
2: uh, reacting uh, already. Yeah. La-
1: yesterday and today, they're already uh, mm-hmm. going to bomb supply chain in certain places of the Hamas and the, and the tensions are escalating. It'll be interesting to see how that goes, but it's, it's a, a chaotic time
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, of tension uh, out of, out of the place of Israel, in the Middle East, which is, uh, you know, really critical. Uh, and third, we talked about the pipeline
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that, and I don't know, have you up there in uh, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, uh, cause I know that supplies you, have right. you, have you, have you seen any real implication of that yet?
2: I would say our, our prices have upticked already from yeah. it, but we don't have any shortages yet. I'm watching because we have friends and family all along the East coast. And I believe, you know, as of this morning, there were shortages, significant shortages um, in Virginia in North Carolina in Georgia. And so we're seeing that make its way up. Um, I believe with our proximity to the coast, Um, there are other things that they may be able to funnel in to keep our area from being fully hit by it. Um, but I think the, the devastation or the, the impact is going to be felt as far North as Delaware is what I'm reading about.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's States now that are, they've actually called uh, for a state of emergency. Yes. Uh, gas stations are out of gas, uh, lines Mm -hmm. are forming, uh, prices are skyrocketing and, uh, it's all because of this, uh, you know pipeline called the colonial pipeline that supplies a hundred million gallons of gas mm-hmm. a day right. uh, and that's shut down yeah uh, you know, they're okay. they're trying to manually uh, assist it. they think they think they can get it under control but again it's just illustrative of the of the impact that you know right. two weeks ago the economy was based upon a certain price of gas and fuel
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the on the southeast and the east, there is nobody that is thinking, Right. We can't, we, we, we're going to be short of gas. Well, mm-hmm. what, what happened? An event happened. Right. Uh, that now impacted not just a lo- a small local area. It, it impacted really the entire nation. Right. And by the way, raised up the, the next potential issue of chaos is these hackers who are mm-hmm. <laughs> really good at what they do. Right. Uh, you know, can work at, we'll see it. I, I I, really believe that we're going to see this. They're going to hit different p- places, you know, shut yeah. down, shut down electric grids, you know, do, do a variety mm-hmm. of things. And we're going to be, you know, in, in right. chaos. Um,
2: and the the ripple effects, I think it's important for people to pay attention, even on this pipeline. You know, I've had discussion, we've had discussions around our dinner table about the impact of it. It's beyond just the gas shortage. This plays into the supply chain. Um, across the nation. And so that is part, again, you know, you talked about, the. I I didn't realize that inflation numbers didn't include things like groceries. My world, my world has been impacted already. If they're not, if they're not calling it inflation, I'll call it that. (laughs) But, um, but I think, you know, when we see these supply chain shortages, um, you know, when trucks cannot transport things, quickly and readily, you know, that's part of what's causing the problem in the housing market as well, because they can't build, right. You know, there's not supplies that are readily available and, and at good prices to build and there's no labor force to build. Therefore there's this crunch on existing houses. So there's a whole, there's ripple effects to all of this that go much beyond much further beyond than just the initial little piece of chaos we believe we're seeing.
1: Right. Right. And the, uh, uh, because of, and because of COVID, um, you know, a lot of companies uh, let go staff, shrunk staff, yes. um, and um, you know, I don't know, just something practical like if you have an issue with, uh, uh, let's say, returning an item or something that mm-hmm. doesn't work, and you try to call customer service. Right. Well, it says you got you got to wait two hours, or you just you know send us an email because we don't have the staff.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: I think this is going to play into the employment issue. Is that these companies, uh, first of all, has have recognized that we can we can now live with this new system because people have learned to tolerate not having mm-hmm. immediate responses. So we don't want to hire a lot more people uh, mm-hmm. because of the c- concern about the revenues going forward. So. Let's, let's not add a lot of people, let's go ahead and stay skinny, so to speak, um, and let the people uh, just deal with the problems with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's gonna have a bearing on why the economy uh, with jobs, there are certain sectors that are, that are doing quite well, but there's a lot of them that I don't see a lot of growth in it, part of which, by the way, is because technology itself has replaced it so that like, mm-hmm. for example, if, if you try to call a company, uh, you really almost can't get to a person yeah uh you have Very to frustrated. you <laughs> have to follow all the all the the you know the the you know look at this que- look at this question yes. see <laughs> if it answers you um and and you really uh say let us let our technology try to give you the answer mm-hmm. and good luck with it you know uh and so uh it's going to have an interesting bearing on on the future so the, the end the end of all that is um The world, if you just, again, just read the news last night or watched the news last night, you know, your conclusion would be, uh uh-oh, things are chaotic. Things are out of Mm -hmm. control. And I wonder where this is going to lead. Right. Uh, Now, for a lot of people, including believers, uh, it leads to fear, anxiety, and worry. Mm -hmm. uh Hey, this isn't going to be good for me and I'm, I'm going to have trouble and I'm going to get impacted by this uh, like everybody else. And the truth about that is we're trying to share is, yep, you'll be impacted. But mm-hmm. if we have a heart to seek God, he says, none of that prevents me from guiding mm-hmm. you into the place of covenant life, which is blessed to be mm-hmm. a blessing because I'm, I'm greater than that. I can show you, I can lead you, I can guide you, I can give you um, what I'm gonna do and what I want you to do to be with me on the path of, of the covenant. Uh, so uh, that's that's what we're trying to keep asking you to consider is don't get discouraged, don't get fearful. Uh, yes, it's true, but God has answers for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what we'll, uh, we'll keep working on together. Um, uh, last time uh, we ended with uh, uh, going through these instructions uh, of uh, abiding um, and we threw up and the first one we talked about was uh, to, uh, let me get this, uh, this is not right on the screen yet, so let me get it right on the screen. There we go. Um, it um, said, pay attention uh, to mm-hmm uh, what God is leading and guiding you into, uh, because he said, I've got, uh, my, uh, path for you Mm
3: -hmm. to
1: speak to you personally. Uh, and it's, it's, it's revelation and you can't figure it out on your own. And I've already prepared it Mm
3: -hmm. and I
1: prepare it. He says, I prepare it all the time new based on where you are today. So it's not like, well, there's a single path and if you've missed it, you're never going to get back to it. He Mm -hmm. says, well, he says, I'm so sovereign that any time that you say I'm willing to go on your path and receive your revelation and abide with you, he says, great. I've got, I've got a brand new way to do that today based on where you start. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's the beauty of the gospel, you know, is what I call, how about now? Um, don't worry about what happened. Come with me now and I can start to guide and lead you, you know, into it. Um, and last time, uh, we had that great question about. Um, I think I was led, you know, Jeremiah thirty three mm-hmm. three, based on something you said. I kept reading more. It's about health. Um, I got led about my uncle who has COVID. Uh, am I in the right spot? Yeah. Uh, and we and we shared about that. I don't know if you do. You have any more uh, uh, input or insight from from when that when that occurred?
2: I uh, no, I haven't actually um, heard anything further from that person, but. Okay. But it is exciting just to see what God is doing in that, um, and I know He's going to speak to her in that and continue to to push her on that. Um, one of the things that I thought about, just as you were saying, you know, we did talk and we gave this example of um, of this question last week or yesterday, day before yesterday, I forget when it was. <laughs> yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you're talking about pursuing your interest, I'm I'm just thinking of the person out there who is listening, who's going. What in the world does that look like? Can you give me some tangible examples of okay? How does that look? So we've heard an example of this. How how you know Jeremiah thirty three was spoken by us. It was reinforced by another um, source in her life, and then you know, and God quickened her heart. But I'd love for you to share um, just a little bit more about how do they know? So so somebody who is really like okay, I'm all in. I get this. I'm going to start with pursuing you know my interest. How do I know what that is? Yeah. So talk a little bit to that, just some practical things that you have seen and experienced.
1: Yep. Um, we actually got a question about that um, uh, from this uh, a lady who uh, said she's been uh, understanding this. Um, she grew up uh, in the Catholic faith. Uh, and she said, I, I learned, uh, he said, she, he said, I haven't been practicing it fully, but I learned what's called Lectio Divina. Mm-hmm. um and uh, how does that apply and then where do i start uh where do mm-hmm. i go with that uh because i typically her approach you know which is most of our approach is well i read the bible right but how do i know that's where god would have me be
3: mm-hmm. and
1: how do i uh make sure that i stay there uh and receive you know what he has to mm-hmm. say and uh and she talked about this uh, Lectio uh, divino. so let me let me first of all give you a little history about that and then where that applies and and how we we actually go further than that. but uh, Lectio Divina is uh, there's four elements to it um, that were that have been taught and actually interesting enough it it was originally taught by Origen, which is a, a church uh, father back in the third century. Oh wow. he began the the process of it um, and i'll I'll share a little bit more about how it developed. but the four areas are: first of all, you read it, uh, and you uh, then secondly you meditate on it, mm-hmm. then third you pray through it, and then four is you contemplate it. So those are the four things of, of okay. Lectio Divina. Um, and the only the only thing uh, to uh, make sure we add to that is it's it's a tendency to put the burden on us. To go through a system, right? Okay, I'll I'll read it. I'll meditate. I'll pray. I'll contemplate, and it's I do, I do, I do, I do, and it stays mm-hmm. intellectual. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you got a better system than just reading right. it, okay? That's good, but it still doesn't necessarily mean anything, other mm-hmm. than well, I, I took that approach and I decided to you know study James or Ephesians. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I'm going to use Lectio Divina to to process it. If you stay in a system, you're still in the intellect and you're still in the Mm -hmm. flesh, even though you're using a a little bit better system. Uh, And so uh, what God is saying is that, you know, these are four four good ways uh, to get to the truth, uh, but don't let the system define it. It's spirit. Mm -hmm. You're abiding in me. You're abiding in the vine and it's a relationship and how I'm going to process with you uh, is going to be unique to you and it's going to be based upon our relationship of uh, listening, asking questions, processing with me, uh, let me guide you, let me surprise you. And it would be similar. We can actually ask Dan this because Dan's going to be our guest uh, tomorrow. Uh, of you know, do you and Dan, as your relationship mm-hmm. develops, do you have a four a four point system? Well, we operate <laughs> we operate this way. Is that is that how you guys do that?
2: That is not how we no. operate. No, <laughs> no,
1: no, because because why? I mean, think about why not?
2: Relationships are dynamic. Yeah. There, you know, there's, there's intimacy and their situations and things are always changing. And so we need to be able to move and respond with what is going on around us.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so that's the way that it is with God is that, um, you know, you're going to walk with me, we're going to be in relationship.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and these, these approaches are, are good to, uh, consider, but don't get don't get stuck in, limited to, or yeah. say I've got to follow this process to get there. Uh, it's right. uh, the elements of it are good, you know, and and the you know reading and meditating and prayer and contemplation, you know, these these are good. But it has to be done in a in a spiritual uh, connectivity between His Spirit and your Spirit, who is the Holy Spirit within you, and mm-hmm. let it be. Dy- and you used a great word, let it be dynamic. Yeah. Um, and go where God would have you. And, and, and the question is, are you enjoying it mm-hmm. so that you don't even let something like, well, I learned this, don't let that define you. Um, right. Are you enjoying it? Uh, and you know what happened, by the way, historically with this is that it, it kind of started, the essence of that started with origin. Uh, in the 6th century uh, of Benedict, by this time, the monasteries had started he took this further and started to define it uh, better. And then uh, Carthusian, who's another uh, monk in the 12th century, uh, formalized it for the Catholic church. Mm, Um, And then uh, it's been basically operating ever since. And then the second Vatican council, uh, which happened uh, late in the 1900s, um, they reinforced it uh, Mm -hmm. and said, yeah, uh, and by the way, the, 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 the church, and this is a lot of churches, had drifted away from getting into the word, mm-hmm. and they said, well, just go to church and let us tell you what it says. Right. And really what you're doing is listening to a person just say, here's what you should do, and the burden was on you, and nothing really changed, you know, and you didn't right. see you didn't see God's promises. Well, the Second Vatican Council said, no, we need to get people back into the word, and so let's go back to Lectio Divina, you know, and start mm-hmm. this, so... Um, it's, a, it's a good thought, uh, don't limit it to that, and don't leave it at that, uh, that I gotta follow the system,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's dialogue, it's relationship, it's surprise, right. it's dynamic, as you said, you know, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Uh, and so the question that came out of this with this uh, lady, uh, which is what you ask is, well, okay, um, I'm willing to abide, and I understand mm-hmm. it's him and what he, what he wants me to pay attention to. Uh, and it's not me just selecting something on my own to go do it. How do I do that? Right. Um, we got one example uh, uh, yesterday with this lady that got struck by uh, Jeremiah 33.3. 3. Right. And that hit her heart. It's called quickening of the mm-hmm. spirit. So that's, that's one way. Uh, another way uh, that is a great way to start uh, is, uh, God wants to speak to your life where it is today. Mm
3: -hmm. So
1: what I tell people, uh, and I usually, when people ask me this question, how do I, where do I start? Um, and what I do is I say, okay, once you go through an exercise and if Jesus were standing next to you, which he in essence is because he has the Holy Spirit in you, um, what questions would you like to ask him? Mm, uh, that's good. what's on your mind, what's on your heart? Uh, cause right. usually it's, well, I'd like to know about this, uh, or right. how does this work? Or I've got something going on in my life and I don't know what to do with this. Right. Um, and you just list down the questions.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and then usually what I do is I say, you know, you can send them to me and by the way, people can uh, email us and, uh, let me, uh, let me put that up right now. Uh, that um, uh, you can send us questions including okay I've, I've done this and here here's my here's what I would ask Jesus we'll get back to mm-hmm. you and say okay uh, take this further which we'll explain here but uh, if you have questions you can do it right there on the YouTube mm-hmm. uh, comment section or you can send it to us at questions at afjministry.com, questions mm-hmm. at com, and and we'll and and, it, and we love that it's personal
3: Yes. So it doesn't yeah. have to
1: be generic. It can be okay. Here's here's what I said. I would ask Jesus. Now, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd be happy to you know to get back to you on that. Um, so then, uh, what it is is go back through those questions uh, and process. Um, what which one of these is really striking you at the moment
3: mm-hmm.
1: that you'd like to know about. Uh, and then you say, "Okay, I'd like I need an answer to this." So then, what you would do uh, is uh, go do a search in Scripture, and again, that using your computer you can do this. But you can put in the keywords of that
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, uh, question, uh, and what'll show up is a bunch of verses. Right. That well, these verses speak to that question that you just had. Uh, okay, then what you do is you start reading the verses, and you would read the entire paragraph that those verses are in, so for, for context as well as anything yes. else that God would say. And um, your response would be simple, and it's this way: um, I read the verse, and something really struck me of that I want to pursue that word, mm-hmm. that verse, that statement that God made. Remember, their spirit in their life.
2: Right.
1: Uh, That really struck me. That really Mm -hmm. means something to me. And you would would pay attention to that. And then we're going to show you next about what you would do with that. Uh, Or you read it and you say, well, I didn't get anything out of it. That's not God speaking to you. Uh, And you say, okay, great. Let's go to the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's only where you get what's called, remember my words or spirit in life, where the spirit Mm -hmm. is uh, giving you his word. There's a life to it. There's excitement to it. There's ooh, pay attention to that. Similar to what that girl had with um, Jeremiah thirty three three. Right. A lot of people listening, it was like, well, that's not interesting,
3: mm-hmm. but it
1: didn't mean anything to them because God wasn't speaking to you about right. that. But to her, it was. It struck her heart. It's called quickening right. of the spirit right. again. And and as you're reading these um, verses that you now you've started to look up, there will be something in there
3: that mm-hmm. the spirit
1: will lift into your heart yeah. and say, here, go here. Because I do want to speak to the things that are interesting to you, that are important right. to you. And by the way, you have lots of other questions. We'll get to those later. Mm-hmm. Um, but start enjoying this one and let me say, yep, you you landed on exactly where I want to go with you. Let's go. Right. Uh, well,
2: and it's interesting even, um, you know when you're talking about that quickening of the spirit and when you hear certain things god can be so creative you know just like linda shared about how yeah. he uses eagles in yeah. and, and her world um just to speak and remind her of certain promises and and then we'll you know bring verses to mind with that and then she'll go and and abide on them and god will reveal answers to other questions even in the midst of that so it, it's amazing how he speaks but I think some of the things to pay attention to there, even like you said, that quickening of the spirit and even, you know, for me, there will be times that, um, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a passage and um, and maybe something kind of piques my interest and I spend a little bit of time on it and I'm you know, thinking about it. And then suddenly, you know, I get a phone call from somebody and they say something about that text or that passage. And then I'm in Sunday's sermon and it comes up again. And, you know, you begin to see God putting a theme back. And I think I shared even um, just last week about a passage I was in, you know, 1 Samuel 3, and I thought I was done abiding on it. And then God brought it back a couple different times and said, no, you're not done. Go back. I've got more to teach you on that. Go back. And so pay attention. I would say, you'll pay attention to all those kinds of things. If you're hearing a verse repeated or a passage repeated, or sometimes you're reading a scripture. And for me, um, a lot of times it's the verbs. I don't know why, Um, but I'll be reading a passage and, and a verb will catch my eye that, um, and I know we'll get into going into words later on as we talk through some of these, but that'll catch my eye. And then I'm in, you know, as I'm reading on something else, you know, or a few weeks later, that same verb comes up and all of a sudden God ties together what he was teaching me a few weeks ago. And so I'm like, okay, pay attention. This is all weaving together. But there's things like that, that, um, that also just reaffirm you're this is where you're supposed to be. I, there's a theme I'm talking to you in. So stay with me and let me play it out.
1: Right. Um, and we have uh, uh, put up the website. Uh, it's www.afjministry.com. Um, you can go there uh, at www.afjministry.com. And we have a, a school. Um, and in that school, there's an online course called Abiding in the vine slash Unity. Uh, and uh, that's a good one for you to start with and to learn the depth of what we've been sharing. And then at the end of that, Uh, is an exercise uh, that we have you go through uh, in order to start uh, where, okay, where am I supposed to abide? So that um, there's this great exercise that we have and you can follow that exercise and it absolutely uh, will give you God's place to say, okay, I want you Mm
3: -hmm. to start
1: here. So that's, that's one way to do it. Um, And then um, as we've talked about uh, the questions you have, paying attention. uh, Again, it's, it's what you're struck with Mm -hmm. so that um, you could be in a church service and uh, a pastor could Mm -hmm. be reading or saying something. And all of a sudden it just strikes your heart. And God says, here, pay attention. This is for you. Pay attention to it. Or like you said, um, you hear the same verse over and over and over again Mm -hmm. uh, in different places. And God said, this is for you but
2: pay attention <laughs> uh, Pay
1: attention, uh, or an idea or a thought mm-hmm. uh, or like Linda got that Eagle um, mm-hmm. and it struck her. Uh, and then she said, do you have more to say to me about this? And he said, yeah. yes, yes, I do. Uh, now. Uh, and, and this is really cool. He, he gave her words verses. Mm-hmm. okay, go there. And by the way, she got more verses than she shared that weren't life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was interesting stuff. But it wasn't for see, it wasn't what God spoke to her. So it's where right. where God speaks to her. And then what God did with Linda is um, I'm reinforcing revelation by showing you more pictures of eagles or more situations mm-hmm. with eagles. And see it's it's not it's hard to describe this, but we have a tendency is, okay, where do I start and I'll go do it. Right. He check, says,
2: check, check. He says no. <laughs>
1: I'll lead you where to start and let mm. me do it. I'll mm-hmm. reinforce it, I'll guide you, I'll speak to you. I'll this is where you're talking about that dynamic is don't get mm-hmm. don't go don't go into a system and say, okay, I know where to start. I'll go read the Bible and I'll go study the Bible and won't that be a good idea? And he says, mm-hmm. no, stay in the word, but let me speak to you. Let's dialogue about this. Uh, and then I'll reinforce it like you did with Linda. Hey, by the mm-hmm. way, I want to show you something about what eagles do that relates to your promises. And it yes. was through that, seeing that picture, and like, oh, what is that all about? Well, let me share mm-hmm. with you what that's about. So, you know, let it be a fun thing. Um, uh, and then let's go to, uh, uh, as we're adding this, we're going to go to the, the next uh, piece of this. Um, and we said, pay attention
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, uh, and write out, you know, the, the scriptures. Uh, is, okay, what do you do with that? So read, uh, read, Kathy, that section on writing out the specific scriptures and that, that next point.
2: Excellent. Okay. Write out specific scriptures using a good cross-reference study Bible with helps and concordance. Um, NKJV Spirit-Filled Life Bible is particularly good as it includes translations of the Greek and Hebrew words. NASB, NEV, Amplified. Do not use a paraphrased work as a primary Bible, only as some additional help. Go to www.biblegateway.com or www.crosswalk.com for different translations. Spend some time understanding the context of specific uh, of the specific Bible book from which the verse is taken. Also, do not just read the specific verse, but read the entire paragraph for context.
1: Yeah. So um, when you're led to a place. Uh, is the first thing to do, and you talked a little bit about this as a teacher, is we'll actually write out longhand.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and what I do is I, I do write out uh, not just that one verse, but I'll write out uh, the whole thing uh, so that I begin. What happens is there, there's a connectivity to mm-hmm. seeing the words. Remember, the words themselves are spirit and life. I'm going to keep, keep saying that over and over and over again because... We tend to live in concepts. We tend to live mm-hmm. in principles. Well, okay, I'll I'll try to get the principle of it down. No. It's the power of each word that what you'll you'll start to receive. So you write out the verse longhand, and why don't you share again the significance of why it's important to write it out as opposed to just read it or copy it?
2: Right. Yeah, I shared the other day that as a former teacher, that's something that, that we learned in education was the importance of writing it out, because actually, when you are writing it, a couple different things happen. One it forces clarity, yep. you know, so, so you've got to be engaged, but it also actually stimulates neural synapses in your brain. And it helps you to process it better and helps you to get it into your mind better. And as you do that, that you know, there's a whole process to getting it in your mind, getting it in your heart, getting it into your memory, even, and all of those things are increased as you actually physically engage with the scripture. And that's a way to physically engage with it.
1: Right. Uh, and um, uh, we've shared this uh, once before, but we'll share it again is um, there's different translations
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: that you use as your, what's called your primary Bible Uh, And let me go through those real quick again. There's uh, in the Greek and Hebrew, which again, happen to be the two best languages in the, in the history of of life uh, on earth that are so descriptive because every Mm -hmm. single word uh, and phrase means something unique. You know, like for example, um, our word love. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Well, it's not just love uh, in the, in the Greek, for example, in the Hebrew, there's three types of love.
0: There's mm-hmm. agape
1: love, you know, what you mean, what it means to experience God's love. There's uh, uh, filial love, which mm-hmm. is brotherly love and assistance and and help. Um, and then there's sensual love, which is just physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, well, when we read love in the English, see, we don't know which of those three it is. Right. Uh, so uh, it's first of all to you know to to. Uh, uh, get to good translations. And again, the, the, the approach of it is, um, in the English, by the way, we only get 5,000 words out of the mm-hmm. 15,000 different words of the Greek and Hebrew. So we're already missing, because right. we don't know those languages and we don't speak those languages uh, fundamentally, uh, we don't know what the nuances are. We're missing out two thirds mm-hmm. of the meaning all by itself. Uh, then there, that what they did is they took the original manuscripts and they translated them. Uh, one is called Word for Word.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Word for Word is, uh, I'm going to try to give you the best English word I got, even though I know it's limited, like like there's going right. to be love. Yeah, you're not going to know the nuance of that, but that's the only, that's the only word I can use. And they're going to use right. that word. And they said, I'm not going to try to assist you in any understanding of that. I'm going to try to get you as close to the Bible, uh, the true Bible as I can, word mm-hmm. for word. Uh, and the and the versions that have that are the King James, which by the way is <laughs> pretty hard to to read because of the Old English. Uh, the New King James, <laughs> New which,
2: King James which, which, is better, which is better. <laughs> easier.
1: The NASB, New American Standard Bible, and mm-hmm. then the newest one, which is now about ten years old, the English Standard Version (ESV). And yeah, they're that one's they're solid, they're too. the closest to the original language, word for word. The mm-hmm. second one is thought for thought. Thought mm-hmm. for thought is. Well, I'm going to assist you in helping you give you what we think is the interpretation of these words uh, and give you the thought of those words if we can help translate that. Uh, And so that would be uh, uh, the NIV, New International Version, and the Revised Standard Version. Right. Our thought for thought. Um, and there, those
2: have some word for word sprinkled in there, but it also is influenced by the time of, of the people that were working on it too, that 60s and 70s influence, correct?
1: That's right, yeah. My, yeah. my professors the at, when I was in seminary we were actually on that committee and there were 50 uh, theologians all over the world that were meeting and saying, okay, let's use this word.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: they would go through a two-step process. It was, mm-hmm. okay, what word is good? But if we if we want to add our help with a thought, okay. let's 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 add let's change that word to look like this. So, example, uh, we've talked about uh, John eight twenty eight to thirty two, but in verse thirty one, um, the Greek says, "If you abide in my word, right, you will know the truth." Okay, that's what mm-hmm. the Greek says. Um, the word for word, ESV New King James New American Standard. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Well, if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth because it's just word for word. Well, that's pretty clear. Right. Well, in the NIV, they said, well, it's not just, uh, we don't want to limit it to that. We want you to, to make sure you act on it. Uh, and so we think we should give you our better thought. So here's what it says. If you keep to my teaching, you'll know mm-hmm. the word. Okay, now if we read that in the English, how would you interpret that? If you keep to my teaching?
2: I would put that all on obeying and not yeah. much on receiving.
1: Yeah, uh, so the yeah. so the process would be, well, then I have to obey. First mm-hmm. of all, I got to know what he's teaching and we could take teaching as principle.
3: Mm-hmm. So if
1: you get the principle and follow the principle, you'll know the truth. That's how we would okay. interpret it. Because they said, well, let us add our thought to that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that's not what the word says. If mm-hmm. you just if you just connect to my word and let me speak to you and do the work, you'll know the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's a completely different thing. So they're pretty good, you know, if you like the NIV and you like the uh, RSV, you know, continue it, it will, will help you uh, what to go deeper with that, knowing that we're we're not getting the the fullness of that and be open to what what the uh, Greek and Hebrew say, but Um, I would place that as second behind word for word as a pure way of getting it. Um, and then, uh, the third one is called a paraphrase Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and the paraphrase is, uh, somebody else has read it and said, I'm going to help interpret it and what I think it means. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you're not reading the Bible, you're reading somebody else's perspective on the Bible.
3: Right.
1: Uh, and, and a lot of that, because it's, because we're human, um, we are not going to be in the same place as the truth of that word because we're going to add our own stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're, you're listening to somebody else. So, uh, again, the encouragement is um, don't use a paraphrase. It's good for new believers for maybe a few months to get them into the Bible, but then move them into a word-for-word or a thought-for-thought uh, mm-hmm. process. Uh, and then the other one we mentioned here, uh, you actually read it, it's called The Amplified. Uh, and the Amplified is, is one of the ways that you can get the fuller Greek and Hebrew meanings because it uses four or five, right. six words.
2: But it is cumbersome. The flow of it is, is harder to stick with.
1: Yeah. You don't want to read it as a primary Bible, but as right. a secondary. And you say, okay, let mm-hmm. me go read that. I'm, I'm struck by this verse. I want to know these words. And then go look in the Amplified. Uh, and we'll show you how to go deeper into the actual Greek and Hebrew, but the amplified is a good, again, uh, uh, corollary for mm-hmm. you to go look at, not as a primary Bible, uh, but as one, you know, to process it. So, um, the key is, uh, have a, a consistent Bible that gets you as close to the Greek and Hebrew as you can in the English, mm-hmm. which happens to be, by the way, the one of the worst languages to translate, uh, and then uh, write out the verses longhand mm-hmm. uh, and go back into the context. Um, you know, what is this book about? Uh, what is the paragraph about? Uh, what was the understanding of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're gonna show you that you don't even limit it to just that because what happens if you just limit it to one verse
3: mm-hmm.
1: without context and without pursuing other things, you're going to take things, what's called out of context mm-hmm. and say, well, I got this verse and therefore I will go and understand it. In that he said, well, uh, I have more to share with you uh, because remember right. you're, what are you pursuing? The truth.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, keep going until you get the truth. Uh, so like mm-hmm. we had that question about circumcision.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, okay. Uh, you could look up circumcision. Well, you're going to be led to Genesis uh, 17. And if you read only that and read Genesis 17, what would you conclude?
2: That it must be done.
1: You have to do it. Yep. Um, and you would say, well, the Bible says that, so I'm going to do that. And God mm-hmm. said, well, you haven't learned everything that I have to show you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, me, let me take you further. Uh, keep the question in front of you uh, and see the Holy Spirit will say to you, because you'll say, okay, great, that's a fantastic verse. Are you telling me based on that verse that that's what I'm supposed to do?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And see the Holy Spirit will say to you, "Uh, not yet. You don't have it all yet, keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's more to this. Uh, Let me show you other places in scripture and it's called the whole counsel of God Mm -hmm. because what are you trying to do? Well, I I wanna get to the essence of it. I wanna get to the answer of it. And I'm not going to stop short and take something out of context or out of a single place and say, well, it's got to be just that. It's no, Uh, enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, the full the fullness of it. Uh, Right.
2: I love even just your reminder right there. Enjoy the fullness of it. Because I do think something that um, we can fall into if we are not careful is so much just seeking the answer. And that there is a destination, an end product that I need to get. And part of why God has set this up this way is so that we enjoy the journey with him. It right. is it is in the process of him showing us the answer and revealing his heart for us and, and what he has for us that we grow in intimacy with him right. and it's really much more about the journey than the end product yes. and, and that relationship with him. And so that's an important thing to keep in mind, you know, not to go in, I just want to know this answer and then I'm done, God, I'm out. You know, yeah. it's, it's the journey Yeah, know?
1: and, and, the, and, the and cool he
2: delivers th- the answers. <laughs> and,
1: and one of the cool things about that is that, and this is where the body, the beauty of the body who are all learning to abide, Uh, Is that, you know, let's say somebody says, well, I've looked at circumcision. Genesis 17 says, uh, so my conclusion is I should go and make sure I circumcise. Uh, That's, Mm -hmm. uh, he said, I need to do that. And see, let's say somebody shared that with me. And see, my role as a truth teller and as a, somebody that's wrestled through this would say, well, I don't think you have it yet. Uh, Would you be willing to keep going? Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
1: Because I think there's more to it. And then, and see, I, I, I receive that all the time. When somebody, I have friends of mine and people that, that I process with, and they say, well, you know, Rich, I don't think you have it all yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you really need to go further with this. Uh, and we can talk about, okay, where, where should I go? Uh, but I, I always receive that because I understand that the Holy Spirit is guiding my life.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's his
1: job if I'm open to it. Right. He'll get me that message. Nah, no, you don't have it quite right yet. Um, mm-hmm. Are you willing to let me speak to you about it? Which a lot of times is through other people. Is, mm-hmm. well, there's more to this than what you just said. Uh, now, the cool thing is as people have helped me and I've helped others. I don't say, well, the answer is this. Because
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I could just jump to the punchline and say, well, actually, <laughs> actually, the Bible says uh, you're not obligated to do that. So you're free to do it. Well, that didn't do anything for that person. It's like, well, then I'm relying on you and I'm trusting either you know or you don't know. And this is where we get in trouble is, well, my pastor says, or my this Mm -hmm. says, or that says, uh, because they're telling me the answers. Well, no, God said, let me give you the answers. And so what I do is say, well, I don't think you have it quite right yet, but why don't you Mm -hmm. go pursue further in the word and let God speak to you? And I'll help you with that. You know, if you want to ask me where to go, I have some places you can go, but you go discover it and Mm -hmm. you go process it until you get clear and I'll keep with you uh, and stay with you. And that's the beauty of fellowship around Mm you that um, am I being led to truth and do I have all the truth? And God says, well, you know, let me guide you and lead you if you have a heart to go.
2: Yeah. So Rich, I heard you say something in the midst of all that, that. I just thought I'd bring up. um, So you're telling me you have been walking with God as long as you have. You not only have written all these lessons you know, as God has yeah. led you on abiding and covenant and, and um, life in the supernatural, all these wonderful resources that God has given you, and you still have people around you that will challenge you and help push you back to what God has to say and tell you that you're not quite there yet. And you humbly receive that.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um- so all of your years of learning doesn't change what abiding looks like.
1: No, no, Is that
2: what I'm hearing? That's
1: exactly right. And, yeah. uh, and because of he says it's um, uh, the joy of walking with him and discovery uh, that uh, are you willing to keep receiving mm-hmm. what I would speak to you next? And, and a lot of times it's circling back to something that I've, I've understood and I've lived by. Mm-hmm. And then he says, okay, now I want to take you a little bit deeper. Uh, I want to show you something new about this. And it's like, ooh, this would be fun. This would be cool. Uh, I think I shared that about adversity, where I I taught a couple fundamental things about adversity. I had studied it, I'd abided Mm -hmm. in it, you know. And then one time when I'm teaching it, actually with uh, Richard Blackaby, uh, uh, God, after I sat down, God said, You don't have this right. Right. Uh, Oh, really? Yeah. There's way, way more profound things than you're Mm -hmm. getting. And you've only gotten a piece of it and let me share with you how it is to know. And so what I knew was at that point, I'm on a new journey Uh Uh, and I'm going to go discover, okay, I I received that. Uh, And see, I I considered it, this ought to be fun. Yeah. Not with what's wrong with me. I missed it. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done it. You see, he didn't say any of that. He just said, right. You have a certain understanding, but you don't have all of it you know yeah. let let me go take it more so and
2: you're you're describing a lifelong journey not a destination that's right and i think that's just so important for people to keep in mind whether they're at the beginning or you know in the middle of walking with god after you know a long a lifetime of pursuing him it's a journey that we're all on with him and it's intimate and it's beautiful and it's personal
1: yeah it really is so uh and as we're coming to the end of our time today um I'll throw up again there the questions you can put it on the youtube or uh, email us at questions at afjministry.com, dot com. Questions at afjministry.com. dot com. You can be as specific as you want to, uh, and we'll and we'll uh, we'll get back to you. We can email you back, and or uh, we'll actually bring it up uh, because it'll be something that everybody would like to know. Uh, and we'll keep you you know keep your confidential confidentiality, uh, but uh, that's how we think we can all grow is by mm-hmm. you uh, giving us your personal thoughts and then we'll we'll help uh pursue it. So we've uh we have had a great time today again. Man, we could keep going on this, which (laughs) which we will. Uh but uh we're excited about tomorrow. Uh Mm -hmm. we'll have his guest day. Uh and the guest is gonna be We have uh, a
2: particularly uh, handsome guest. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah.
1: And that'll be fun. Uh uh Kathy's husband Dan and we'll be able to enjoy getting that together. So uh another great day, Kathy, and uh and hope you uh, look forward to our time with Dan tomorrow.
2: Absolutely. And if you found today encouraging and useful, inspirational, please be a friend and tell a friend. Um, absolutely pass on the information on our podcast and um, share it with others.
1: Yep. Yeah, we're excited about that. So uh, hope you have a great day and uh, join us tomorrow to uh, meet uh, Kathy's husband, Dan.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry.